0: On today's episode of the Just Jazz podcast, we're back, baby. Season three, we're coming to you live with a brand new rebrand of the way we do things around here. We got a new logo for the Just Jazz podcast. We will be doing an off-season review, a recap of the first two Jazz preseason games, and what we expect looking forward from the team. All right, Max, here we go.
1: Stockton, open three,
0: hit John Stockton sends the Utah Jazz to the NBA Finals! Williams, left hand dribble, hands off the memo for money, yes! Cash it
1: in the bank! Runs it to Burks, catch and shoot three, no rebound oh my i gotta see that over and over again played by who mitchell this is the just jazz podcast we're max and zach your hosts bringing you the weekly utah jazz updates we don't really have an intro quite yet haven't really thought about it um but the rebrand just like the Jazz are going through, we'll be going through a continual rebrand. Um, but yeah, we're excited to talk some Jazz basketball. We we actually recorded a a summer recap that um, Zach had lost his laptop charger, and so he recorded it on his work laptop. And due to security uh, measures that are in place on his work laptop, he is unable to figure out how to offload it to somewhere that we can upload it to our podcast uh well we have to edit it first and anyways so we're doing a little bit of a a a redo and unfortunately we're not gonna be as somber as and uh as emotional as we were in that first one but it's it's gonna be good i'm so excited it'll be good to to look back on all that's happened um but yeah man maybe i can get a little bit more in the feels now that i'm thinking about it but uh you know a lot of big things happened. i think the biggest three things that happened was one. Quinn Snyder out the door, he quit, he resigned. And uh, rumors are he might be going to the Spurs next year. We'll see what happens. Then we traded Rudy Gobert for what they call the King's ransom. And then we traded Donovan Mitchell, which I think a lot of people really thought that we would keep him at least through the trade deadline or at least another year, just to see, um, given another shot. And yeah, we did it and he's gone. And uh, the Utah jazz are, A whole different team. They traded uh, Royce O'Neal. They just traded Bogdanovich, and um, is there anyone else I'm missing? I mean, you look at the team now, and on paper, it's a completely different team. It's crazy. It seems like everyone's gone except for Clarkson and Conley. So, a lot has happened. Um, But Zach, let's start off with this. Uh, What would you rate the Jazz's offseason like? What, What grade would you give them?
0: Um, yeah. So I mean, I really like what we did. Right? There's, there's still there's still a lot to figure out about you know if this was successful or not kind of kind of what it is that that we're trying to do so i'm for the time being i'm going to give us a b plus i think i think fair. that can change but i think as of right now we're sitting at a b plus
1: i mean i think that's fair i don't think we got anything we got a lot of really cool pieces back, I think. Like I really like Vanderbilt. Yep. I really like abaji. I love Larry Markinen. But the thing is, I just can't really figure out what the Jazz exactly are trying to do. And especially after watching Wembinama and Scoot go at it the other night. It's like, okay, hey, are we trying to tank to get these guys or are we trying to stay like what what exactly is the goal this season? And obviously I think the only way to get that answer is by letting the season start. But the jazz really did pick up a lot of pieces. Um, and they did a lot and they even were able to flip some of their pieces. They flipped Beverly for, you know, another interesting prospect and Horton Tucker. So, you know, there's, there's a lot going on. There's a lot to try to break down, but I just don't know really how much you can break it down because the jazz, in my opinion, are a mystery. We know they're not going to be great, but how bad are they actually going to be? I think I texted you this morning and I asked, you know, of the bottom teams in the league, Who's actually worse than the Jazz? There's the Pacers, there's the Rockets, there's the Magic, there's the Thunder, there's the Spurs. And I think I'm missing one that I sent. Pistons. I think those are like the six bottom teams in the league, including the Jazz. And you can give honorable mentions to the Spurs, or I mean, not the Spurs, the Blazers, Kings, and Wizards, which I think those three teams are for sure. Going to be better than the Jazz because they're trying to be better than the Jazz. But the Pistons, Pacers, Rockets, Thunder, Magic, Spurs.
0: I think the Pistons, they- the Pistons are in a they're they're in a win now mode.
1: I don't. Yeah, I mean they're in a, a prove something. You know, yeah get- they're they're the- in
0: they're in the moment that that they uh, that they can do something.
1: Um, I think the Magic are too. I think the Magic and the Pistons. But I think the Magic be- are
0: still a year away, right? The Magic don't have any older talent um you know the Pistons are trying to make moves to get veteran players like Bogdanovich in there to kind of help out um but yeah I agree I mean I think the Jazz there's a lot to prove so if we just look at the roster last year we had Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Bojan Bogdanovich, Jared Butler, Jordan Clarkson, Mike Conley, Trent Forrest, Rudy Gay, Rudy Gobert, Juancho Hernan Gomez, Daniel House, uh Joe Ingles who was traded at the deadline Uh, Donovan Mitchell, Royce O'Neal, EP, Xavier Sneed, and Hassan Whiteside. And then we go to this year's roster. And as of today, we are sitting Jared Vanderbilt, Cody Zeller, Colin Sexton, Simone Feticcio, uh, Johnny Juzeng, Walker Kessler, Ochai Stanley Johnson, Jared Butler, Leandro Balmaro, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Lowry Markin, and Saban Lee, Taylor Horton Tucker, uh, Mike Conley, Rudy Gay, Kelly Olynyk, Malik Beasley, Yudoka Azabuki, and Jordan Clarkson. So from our last year's team, we're currently sitting with six players that were on last year's roster. There's still three spots, Max, that need to get cut down. I think, um, you know, there's going to be some interesting questions um, that, that have to happen. But like you said, you know, there's, there's, been, some massive, there's been some massive overload. And the one that I I hate to see go is Donovan Mitchell. Right. And and we kind of, you know, we kind of talked about this. I just I I I get it. I understand why you did it. You're looking for a culture rebuild. And Donovan Mitchell came into Utah as our darling boy, right? He came in, no expectations, and he won our hearts over from game one. And he took it from there and he was he was a superstar. And and it it went to his head, right? And and it's been said that, um, you know, before Danny Ainge came in, Donovan Mitchell had whatever he wanted. Whatever the Jazz said to do, Donovan did. Which is rightfully so, right? You just lose Gordon Hayward. You don't want to lose him, so you do whatever is, is needed. But you well, can't ever,
1: Everyone else in the league is doing it. You know, you look at every other, you know, James Harden. You look at Damian, like, players around the league are getting whatever they want. So it's kind of sure. like you got to do it. To
0: you you kind of got to play team. the game, right? But at the yeah. same time, you look at these other teams, And they're not, they're not doing those, those, you know, these true championship teams aren't doing that. Right. Giannis, Giannis has asked for his brother. That's, you know,
1: I mean, they got drew holiday for him,
0: but that was, that wasn't, that was okay. We have to win. Yeah. So, you know, if we don't do this, then we'll lose him because he's going to be a free agent turned into a championship. The, you know, the warriors, they'll do whatever Steph says, but Steph doesn't ask for anything
1: true
0: because you know, and, and they, they're a dynasty, the Raptors traded away their best player and their second best player's best friend. Like, you know, there was things and I, I like the culture shift that that we're doing, but I think it sucks. I really do. I think it's, it's hard to trade a 25 year old player. And tonight was the first game that Donovan played for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I kind of just had to stay off Twitter. Um it was one was of those efficient.
1: he was very I was watching the game he was playing defense and he was efficient.
0: I know and it it you know it it's it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time to um to get over that one because he's he's my darling boy. He's you know he's he was everything I wanted in a player. And and it sucks to see him go. I agree. Well,
1: let's talk back to the trades real quick. I don't do you have all the trades broken down? What do we get for Gobert? So Gobert went to the Timberwolves. And we got Beverly, we got Bomaro, who I really like. We got Vanderbilt. Was yeah, it those so three players? Oh, and Malik Beasley. The official,
0: here's the official trade. So, Minnesota Timberwolves received Rudy Gobert, the Utah Jazz received Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Leandro Bomaro, Walker Kessler, Jared Vanderbilt, a 2023 first-round pick, a 2025 first-round pick, 2026 pick swap. 2027 unprotected first round pick and a 2029 unprotected first round pick.
1: So you that's get- insane. I mean, if we were just grading that trade alone, as hard as it is to see Rudy go, I mean, I freaking loved Rudy. I totally would have been like, keep Rudy around forever. I don't care how much we paid him. Like just keep him around. I love the guy. But obviously we didn't do that. We couldn't do that. I give that trade. As hard as it is for me to admit, that's an A-plus trade in my mind. Especially with the way the league and most teams view Rudy Gobert, to get that amount of a return for Rudy was huge. That's an A-plus.
0: Yeah, I mean, Rudy, you know, it, it broke the league. It, it really did. And, um, you know, it's, it's a, you know, you got five first-round picks or pick swaps. Walker Kessler, who was the first-round pick in this year's draft, Leandro Balmaro, who was a first rounder two years ago. And then, you know, three rotation pieces on a playoff team and Malik Beasley, Pat Bev and Jared Vanderbilt. And, you know, Beverly was then traded for Stanley Johnson and uh, THT from the Lakers. So you just look at that Rudy Hall and that's insane, right? It is. It's,
1: It's unreal. And that's the kind of trade that really sets up. I mean, like if we are trying to rebuild it, that's a pretty solid. I mean, even if you made only that trade, I'd be, I would have been happy with that. That would have been awesome. I think. Yeah, I think
0: I, I, and you know, as it, as it came out, that was kind of the plan is we were just going to sit there, but then about a month later, month and a half later, I was in a, I was in a work meeting. Um, And I saw my phone light up as a, as a Twitter notification. And I just knew. And it said, Donovan Mitchell has been traded to Cleveland Cavaliers. And that one hurt kind of like we talked about. Um, But there was, you know, there was, there was a lot, there was a lot there. So the official trade um, from Cleveland is the jazz get Lowry marketing in Rookie wing, who was a lottery pick, Ochai uh Colin Colin Sexton, an unprotected pick in 25, 27, and 29, and two pick swaps in 26 and 28. And the thing I like about this, Max, is, you know, it's been leaked for years that, that Donovan Mitchell wants a big-time market. That's, that's what Donovan's looking for. And Danny Ainge said, okay, if this is true, Let's bet on it. If we think this is true, give us everything. Because we have five straight years of Cleveland royalty in their picks all five years after Donovan Mitchell is off contract.
1: Yep. So if things go the way that Ainge is hoping, the Cavs are going to suck. I hope so. I mean, we'll see. The thing is, the Cavs are loaded. They have a lot of options they could decide Donovan Mitchell doesn't fit or someone else doesn't fit. They can blow it all up. They can rebuild it. I mean, the way they talk about this, this Mobley guy, they, you know, I, I hear they think that that guy is going to be a superstar in his own way. So, yep. but that's, I mean, it's the same thing with the Timberwolves trade, you know, it's like, if all fails with Gobert, I mean, he's old as well, like, and Edwards might want out. So those, I mean, we traded our two superstars to teams that are small markets. And if they don't make it work, They're going to have to go through some dark times, which is when we will have possession of their trade or their picks.
0: And I mean, we traded with two of the worst run organizations in sports. Yeah, in the NBA, right? Cleveland's only been good because they happened upon the hometown hero, LeBron James.
1: Except, I will say, the last few years, you know, the the team that they have, they've been well run the last three to four years.
0: Yeah, no, I'll I'll agree with that. You know, but there's um, you know, there's, there's just, a there's a lot there that, that we can be optimistic about. And then the final trade, which was kind of shocking was Boyan Bogdanovich traded to Detroit for Kelly O'Linick and Sabin Lee.
1: Yeah, that was really weird. Cause we were like, he's going to for sure get a first round pick. And I guess we shouldn't forget Rose and Neil cause he landed a first round pick. That's true. Which, so seeing Boyan fetch. Olenek and Saban Lee, like I mean, I'm pretty sure Saban Lee's going to get cut. Olenek, it's like okay, we we have Cody Zeller, we have Ezebuki, we have Kessler. Like it, to me, it didn't really make sense. I don't know if we got Cody Zeller before or after that trade, but you know, looking at what we have right now, it's like why did we do that? Um, but that was a surprise too. I, you know, I kind of thought either Bogey was going to go somewhere else and fetch more, or we were going to hold on to him. I don't know what you were thinking, but. I was under the impression that, you know, we kind of valued him. And like, I feel like if you look at the jazz, I mean, like everyone loved Rudy Gobert, everyone loved Jordan Clarkson, but I feel like people really loved Boyan too. I feel like, you know, he just brought like, you know, the laid like the low key, he was a good guy. He played hard. He hit tons of buzzer beaters. Like Boyan was kind of, you know, underrated, but like low key, everyone loved the guy. I, I would argue that he was maybe the third or fourth, favorite on the team. Yeah, I think a lot I, of people had some beef with Donovan the last few years. And I think that maybe Boyan might have been the third like favorite on the team.
0: I I agree. You know, I think Boyan was was loved. I think the reason we did this was two reasons, right? It's that it's that culture change. I think Kelly Olynyk's a great teammate, but it also gives you a starting center, something that jazz didn't have. And I really like this direction that we're going, you know, it's a lot of young players and um there's there's a lot that that needs to, needs to happen, um, in order to, to change this. And, and new head coach, Will Hardy, I think, you know, is, is putting us in the right direction. We're playing scrappy. Um, you know, we're, we're trying and it's, it's not on defense. It's not okay. Funnel a player to, to Rudy and no one else plays defense and on offense, it's not stand around and let Donovan do something. And so that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really nice to see that. Um, and you know the biggest thing that I'm interested to see. We've played two preseason games so far; um, two more to go. But we're at 20 players. We need to get down to to 17. So, where where do we see this, Max? Who are who are the three in your eyes that that don't get brought back?
1: I mean, I don't really know much about Saban Lee, but in my initial opinion it's got to be saving Lee for sure is out the door um you know i was listening to someone else this morning and they were talking about how stanley johnson kind of has played very well and i was initially thinking yeah say uh stanley johnson's you know out the door like i mean he you know he was a kind of a, a bust um but i agree like when i was watching him he he was you know playing well and I'm trying to look at the list right now, and you know, we got a lot of people that I just feel like I don't really know much about. You know, you got a lot of young guys. It's it's hard to say, you know, like I I would love nothing against Azubuki, but I think, you know, the next up, in my opinion, would be Azubuki. And then after that, like I, you know, I would say Stanley Johnson. Otherwise, it's gonna be really. I mean, otherwise you're going for unproven Johnny Juzang.
0: No, so Juzang, I mean, Juzang...
1: I mean, he is, can go on a, a two-way.
0: Yeah, he's he's a two-way player. So Juzang will be on the team.
1: So what, Bulmaro? So What are you thinking? I, yeah, <laughs> I mean... Played, he played awesome. I don't know, if, you didn't watch the preseason game the other night, but he, he played great against the Blazers. I mean, I, I wouldn't say great, but he, he brought a lot of energy, and I like the way he played.
0: So... I needed someone to cling to when when all this went down. I needed somebody to to hold on. Yeah,
1: you cling to Azabuki for some reason.
0: <laughs> the Azabuki stuff was just because we didn't have another center, and he's the next Shack. But besides that, I I I love Jared Butler. And you know this this was a conversation I was having with a friend, um, and and I he's my he's my darling boy. He's my darling boy now. And and I said, is my darling, is he, is he on on path to get cut? But the way I see it is
1: they better cut freaking Rudy Gay, actually.
0: I don't, I don't see how Cody Zeller makes this team. Well, why
1: would they sign him?
0: Because you didn't you didn't have o at the time, right? So now you have Olinick, you have Vanderbilt, you have Markinen, you have Walker Kessler, and also played so all of those guys are seven footers. So one of the centers is gone either Zeller or um, Zeller as maybe both who knows. And then the third kind of like you were saying, I think Saban Lee, but I, I, you know, a lot of, a lot of fans were saying that Jared Butler would get cut and I just, I don't, I I can't see it happening. Because we just traded for him and we were so high on him last year. We were we were ready last year to trade Boyan Bogdanovich and our 30th pick to the Washington Wizards for Davis Bertans and their 15th pick in order to draft Jared Butler. He ended up falling. We traded back. We still got him at 40. At 40. And so I just don't, you know, and Zanuck was the one that drafted him. Zanuck's still calling shots. I just don't see them getting rid of of Butler. Um, One thing that
1: I have against Butler, not against Butler, but my concern with Butler, and maybe it's going to be solved sooner than I think, or eventually, you know, maybe Conley's gone by the end of the season, but we have such a, you know, we have too many small guards. We have Jordan Clarkson, Colin Sexton, I know these aren't, I mean, technically Butler is a point guard, but I mean, you do have a, like a bit of a log jam and Saban Lee obviously is going to be, I assume gone, but I mean, Jared Butler, Conley, and then I guess Sexton. It's just how long is Butler going to be third string point guard? Like we got to figure out how to get him some playing time so we can develop the guy.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, he's, He's a young player. I, I think, you know, you gotta, you gotta get him some time, bring him in as the backup point guard. And, and I don't know how you do it. Right. I think there's, there's a lot that still needs to happen um, on this roster, but I agree. And I think, you know, I think Jared Butler, cause he didn't look great in summer league, but that's because I think Jared Butler thrives off talent, right? Jared Butler is a guy that he's, he's not going to bring the intensity, but if the intensity is there, his game is going to be elevated. And, you know, with with some of these players, um, I really I really think that there's, you know, a lot. Um, a lot that can be done and, and you know, for the first time in, in forever, it seems like the jazz have flexibility. We have the ability to to do whatever it is that we want to do here in the future and, you know, we can, we can run lineups. I'm sick and tired of not being able to run small ball and being destroyed in that. But I saw a tweet today, Max, and I wanted to bring it up to you. I want to say it was Tony Jones. Um, and it said, how different, how different do the Jazz look right now if we didn't blunder the last two drafts oh and the jazz the jazz currently are sitting on a third year player in Desmond Bain and a second year player in Herb Jones
1: I mean even if it wasn't Desmond Bain even if you took the Timberwolves guy that we weren't able to land in the trade
0: but I mean Bain was the guy Bain Bain was Bain was everything that we wanted we were high on him
1: but we were high on the other guy too I yeah.
0: But, like. but Dennis I mean, Lindsay said a big F you to the organization as his parting gift.
1: Yeah. I mean, I agree. And like her, Herb Jones, I said it all, all freaking year. Like from the second we decided not to do, like from the second, we didn't draft him. I was like, he's the exact guy we needed. And it's going to haunt us the entire season. Every time I watched that guy play and every time we played him, he locked us up and he became like, he was a, a like in our group messages, you got like, you know, we had a a friend always saying like, you can't like do anything like a rookie doesn't make an impact. And like the whole time he was playing like an impact player and like, yeah, sure. Quinn Snyder doesn't play rookies. No, he was so freaking good. He was going to demand minutes no matter what, like he was, I don't even care. Like he would have made Quinn Snyder play him by how well he performed. I just don't. And especially once Joe Ingles went down, like, all of a sudden, we, like, our rotation was so messed up. Like, that would have been the perfect time for him to just plug in and then make a name for himself, and we would have never looked back. I mean... And maybe we would have had to blow it up. Maybe we would have still gone of Gobert, but we'd have at least Herb Jones alongside Donovan Mitchell.
0: Yeah, and, and you know... To if we me, hit one of
1: those drafts, one of those drafts were set.
0: You Like, the the thing that people are overlooking is... The Doke is the next shack whether you like it or not Max. But if Doke gets cut, if Doke gets cut in the next week, I never want to see that guy's face again. But okay. as long as he is on my team, I will I will be his biggest advocate. Um no, but we uh you know, there's there's a lot, you know, there's a lot that we could have done. But optimistic for for the way the way forward. Let's uh Let's kind of wrap this up though, Max. You know, we, would, we don't want to stay here too long. Um, so this week are the final two preseason games. We have Dallas and we have the Spurs. Uh, you know, preseason doesn't really matter. I'm not expecting much. But let's go into hot takes. Give, give us your season start hot take.
1: Man, I'm trying to remember the hot take I said in that last, uh, in our last recording that got lost.
0: Mine was Bogey was going to be traded. He was, so yeah, suck he it. Was.
1: Um, man, I mean, are you saying are you saying season long hot take?
0: Yeah, just just you know, I'm first one it. of the year. You gotta you gotta you gotta go something something bold.
1: You know, I think my let's just just go something pretty simple. I think my hot take is going to be that Colin Sexton is going to start which makes sense. In my opinion, we just invest a lot of money into him. And I think Mike Conley is going to come off the bench. I, I don't, if you watch the last two preseason games, Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson struggled a lot in first game and the second game, it seemed like with Mike Conley, they, they meshed. Well, there's familiarity. And I think Mike Conley is going to come off the bench and um, we're going to keep him healthy. He's going to be at a, a veteran, you know, I think ultimately at the trade deadline, we're hoping to trade him. I think we want to put him in a place that he's going to succeed. I think that someone like the Clippers will be looking for him. I think that we're going to give Colin Sexton the minutes. We're going to keep Conley healthy, give him playing time, let him teach. But I think that Colin Sexton is going to be our guy. I I think Conley will be coming off the bench, but we'll see. Maybe, I mean, I'm sure it'll it'll change up here and there. Bold. That's my bold hot take. Super hot. Uh, Two years. What you got?
0: For the first hot take, the 2022-2023 Just Jazz season, where we are taking freaking note. My hot take, Max is going to laugh, the Utah Jazz will be back in the playoffs this season.
1: But why? getting into the playoffs does us nothing. We need a good draft pick this year.
0: You have three draft picks this season.
1: So we're going to trade two to move up.
0: You don't. The biggest thing that jazz need this year is to change culture. And in order to change culture, the biggest thing that you need to do is stay winning games. You have to have a winning and disciplined culture.
1: I don't think you need to win. I just think you need to actively not take, I think tanking, yeah. but I think, I think not trying.
0: Right. As, as, as we look at the West this year, right. I, I pull up if, as, as I pull up the West. So, so I'll go from bottom. Um, so golden state, better than us, Memphis, better than us. The Clippers better than us, Minnesota, better than us, New Orleans, better than us, Dallas, better than us, Phoenix, better than us, Denver, better than us. So that puts you at eight right there. The Lakers, they have an injury. They're not better than us.
1: The Lakers are three but LeBron James is enough to will the Lakers. Like they have the star power that sure. we do not have.
0: So, so that's that's nine, right? Yeah, ten. Is the Kings are desperate. Sacramento and Portland. It's it's those two teams. So so that's. That's right there. We're, we're right in that same zone as Portland and Sacramento. And then you, it, then it's just, you're in the play in. It's anyone's game. It's a one game winner, take all. And then another one game winner, take all like you have to win two games. So I'm saying that we're, we're going to be in the play in and we're eventually going to get there and we're going to win a playoff.
1: You're saying we're a 30 win team.
0: I'm saying we're about a 30 win team, 30. I'm saying anywhere between 30 and 35 wins and we're going to sit there and we're going to be fighting for a playoff spot and we're going to make the playoffs. Pelicans
1: won 36 last year and they were pretty good. Yeah. Like they were, they were firing all cylinders at the end of the season. You know, I I could see us winning. I honestly don't see us winning more than 30 games. I think 28 is our cap.
0: I'm going to Vegas this weekend for a football game. And I'm betting on the jazz over 26 and a half book it. Take freaking note, Max. Yeah,
1: I'm conflicted though. Cause I just don't know if that's what I want to happen. I think I want us to play hard, which if you watch the last two games, I was, you know, I was just telling you like the jazz are really talented. They have a lot of individual guys that bring a lot to the table. that are really intriguing. The thing is they, there's a lot of them. And you, who do you play? And I think that, we're going to run a deep rotation. And right now we have zero. Uh, What's the word? There's zero chemistry. mesh chemistry. There we go. Zero chemistry. And it's going to take some time. I think eventually we could get, you know, things rolling, but I really don't see us. I mean, I think that we will be battling for the bottom two spots with OKC and Houston. And I think that Houston is going to be, push in a little bit more. They have a lot of guys. I mean, especially with, you know, the Jabari guy that just got, Jalen Green's going to be a little more experienced. Kevin Porter. I mean, they got a lot of young, talented guys. Sangoon. Sangoon sucks. He's awesome. I really I hate him. him. Why do you hate him? He's like one of the few Rockets guys I like. His
0: real name is Alfredo Linguini. That guy sucks.
1: Anyway. All I want to say is jazz nation. When we traded Donovan Mitchell, it hurt. Nothing had hurt so bad since my now wife had originally broken up with me and I was torn. I was bitter. I was salty. I was depressed, but now that I've watched the preseason games and I've kind of settled in and been able to step back and just take the emotion of it, I am very optimistic for this Jazz team. It's really fun to see, and you know, I, I really miss the days when Quinn Snyder would say, "The strength of the team is the team." That always made me feel warm and fuzzy inside. And you know, you watch these guys play, and they're all laughing, they're having fun. But it's all about team. There's no Rudy Gobert, Domin Mitchell. There's you know, there's not these egos in the way. There's not satisfying these superstars that need things to meet accolades and get attention it's all just about going to be building this team i'm really excited and there's a lot to look forward to we're not going to be very good but i think the future is bright i think that hardy is going to be an awesome coach and i don't know how long he's going to be around for but i think he's exactly what we need and the guys we have right now and i think we have a lot of people that want to prove something make some noise so who knows you never know um we might be able to win 30 something games so I'm really excited. It's going to be a good year, and I'm excited to uh, you know keep just jazz going and uh, make things entertaining. Because I think there's going to be some dull moments, but I think for the most part it's going to be a good season. We're going to be able to appreciate a lot of the things that happened despite not being a contender or a top team in the league anymore.
0: Yeah, I think that's kind of the biggest thing um, that I'm looking forward to. Is last year wasn't fun. It, it wasn't because we knew our level. And and even the year before, right? We had expectations, but we thought we were, you know, a title team. And so it it sucked because you sat there and if you won, it wasn't winning by enough. And if you lost, it sucked. And now it's just go out there and compete. Um just
1: straight entertainment.
0: And 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 it's it's straight entertainment. And so I'm really looking forward to that. But That's all we have for you. We're going to wrap up. We're going to go to bed. Take freaking note, people. The Jazz are back. You called Jazz, baby.
1: Take freaking note. Until next time.
0: We love you.